This is Bill McMinn from Makeable Bible Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. Bill McMinn, Mark Hosseller, talking about uh, issue one today, and basically what they want to do, any amendment that you put into the Constitution, let's say if these things come up, they become law. So strong that every judge has to judge cases going forward based on what the amendment is Mm -hmm. in the Ohio Constitution. So if this proposed amendment goes in, this in fact becomes the law of the land and Mm -hmm. everyone has to march to the beat of this drummer. So the language here, one of the issues with this bill and or this amendment is that it doesn't it's not very clear. It's very vague and it's general. It's issue one, by the way, on the ballot. So issue one. Issue one. Right. So. right. So every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, including but not limited to decisions on contraception, fertility treatment, continuing one's own pregnancy, miscarriage care, and abortion. Now, I would say continuing one's pregnancy and abortion would go hand in hand. No one's barking about contraception. I, I don't even see any debate or, or why mm-hmm. that's why that's a debate. Uh, fertility treatment, I don't see how this is debatable at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone has questions about that. But abortion, we do have questions about. And so when you say that every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, including abortion... Where's the age limit there? <laughs> uh, the age limit of the one choosing the abortion or the child yeah, in the womb? No, or what I'm you... saying the, the age of the person that's making the decision. Yeah, exactly. This is a big problem, guys. Be aware that this could allow for um, a teenager to go in without the approval of right. parents and right. say, hey, this is part of the... Uh, the, here's the Article 1, Section 22 title of this issue. The right to reproductive freedom with protections for health and safety. Right. That's, the, that's how they titled this thing. Right. In the title itself, there's an issue, reproductive freedom. Um, so we, we want to have freedom to do whatever we want, well, well, create a, a baby, and then kill a baby. Here, here's, here's yep. the, right. Well, that is... Uh, well, no doubt. I think that's what a lot of this is about. But I think it's, this is interesting, including but not limited to decisions on. Every individual has a right yeah. to make and carry out one's own re- reproductive decisions, including but not limited to decisions mm-hmm. on contraception, fertility, continuing one's own pregnancy, miscarriage care, and abortion. Well, what more is there? And plus, it's every individual. So why wouldn't it be every woman I'm not, uh, typically, I'm not the guy taking the contraceptive. I'm not the guy that's having an abortion. I'm not the guy. Who, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like every individual. So people say, okay, is this going to come down to uh, gender things? Is it going to come Absolutely. down to like, not, not limited to, but oh, yes. Also, if you want to change your sex, if you want to change and without any parental guidelines here, it leaves it open to a 15-year-old, a 14-year-old, a 13-year-old can come and make their own decisions, and right. no one can stop them because you're not allowed. The state shall not directly or indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere with, or discriminate against either an individual's voluntary exercise of this right, again, 
There's no age restriction or parental guidelines. Mm -hmm. A person or entity that assists an individual exercising this right. Now, how in the world could you legally, with that kind of language, ever as a parent come and say, I don't want my child changing their sex. I don't want my child getting an abortion. They're 15 Mm -hmm. years old. They're too young. I raised a kid myself. I don't want them doing it. It says there will be no, the state shall not, absolutely shall not, directly or even indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit. Let's just stay with prohibit or interfere with an individual's voluntary exercise of this right, a person or entity that assists an individual exercising this right. So that would include any group or any clinic or anything like that. But I'm looking at that saying, okay, so basically if I wanted to bring a lawsuit against a school that allowed this to happen, which did happen, I believe, in one uh, case where there was uh, some issues there, I can't. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not going to be able to bring a lawsuit because this law already says, hey, state can't interfere with those decisions. Yeah, I know your That's kid was only 15 crazy. years old. I'm really sorry about that. That's really sad, but we can't interfere. I think this is incredibly dangerous. Right. I have a 13-year-old son. Right. I do not want him making decisions that will affect his entire life right now right. on his own. That is a dangerous, dangerous thing. I want him to talk to me. I want him to seek counsel. I want him to follow what the Bible says, all of that, right? Right. And the other thing I was thinking about in preparation for this is, let's take a step back once. Let's say, first off, praise God that the federal Roe v. Wade was overturned in 2022. Right. Right. Thank the Lord for that. Now, federally, they can't, this can't be a thing federally. Right. So what that did is it kicked it back to the states. Right. Now each state has to make a decision what the ban's going to be, if there's right. going to be a ban, right. all of that. Right now we have a heartbeat bill. Praise God for that. If it, but if it, a, it has been prohibited. There's an injunction there's, against there's it. There's an injunction. In the courts. But, so. Praise God that our legislators have seen it fit to, right. <clears throat> at the detection of a heartbeat, right. you can't have an abortion. That's right. awesome. That's four to five weeks. Right. That's great. We need, to, we need that to stand. Right. Now I'm going to come back to this issue where you're, the, the government is put in place to protect people. That's the main function of a government is to protect people. How in the world are you, are you protecting this individual, 12 to 14 to 16 years old, coming in there to make a decision to do a gender change, do an abortion, do right. whatever they're going to do? How in the world do you see this amendment right. as an opportunity for the government to protect that individual? Right. That's hurting that individual. Right. You're hurting them. You're right. allowing them to hurt themselves. Right. We need to knock this off. Right. Well, <laughs> there's mean, nothing here that's going to restrict that because you can pretty much do whatever you want. And also a person or entity that assists an individual exercising this right can't be touched. In other words, that could include activists in schools instructing yep. minors on sexual practices yep. and all kinds of other things. Doctors can't giving false them. doctors giving false information. Right. And and trying to make that happen. I mean, planned parenthood, for example. Wanting this to happen. I mean, they're pushing for this, guys. Right. They are pushing of course for these sorts are. of things. Of course they so are. So they're going to counsel individuals to make it happen, to do it. They should be held accountable every stinking time that happens. Right. You know? Well, 
I mean, if, if you want to get into Planned Parenthood and how horrible they are, I don't. I mean, I, no. I, I would want to research even more, but in the stories that have come out of there, but don't they make money anyway? I mean, mm. that's what I understand. I mean, follow the money. You know, any yeah. organization is making money off this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's obviously. Government funding. It, but, <laughs> and I think also there's just this, I don't know even how to describe it, like fever pitch you know, thing that, oh, you can't take rights. You know, we have to have reproductive rights. Again, I'm going to send, like, according to the last podcast, I'm extending right. rights to the baby. The baby has rights too, is mm -hmm. what I'm arguing. So, however, abortion yeah. may be prohibited after fetal viability, but in no case may such an abortion be prohibited. If in the professional judgment of the pregnant uh, patient's treating physician, it is necessary to protect the pregnant patient's life or health. Of course, there's no law right now that would suggest in Ohio that a woman cannot have an abortion if her life is in peril. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So, right. I mean, that, that this is something it's saying here and it's saying that, but however, abortion may be prohibited after fetal viability. Now I had to look that up because I'm like, what is fetal viability? Like they use these terms. I don't even know what it is. So I looked up fetal viability and fetal viability means that the child's life could be sustained outside the womb. Mm -hmm. That's typically about 22, 23 weeks. But it has to be to the doctor's discretion. That's right. So if the doctor says, hey, mm -hmm. you know what? No, I don't think the baby would live. You can abort it. Yep. And, and, and at 22, 23 weeks, that kid's far along. I mean, they're, mm -hmm. they're well advanced at mm -hmm. this point in the womb. But even that, they're, they're saying any doctor just say, oh, no. So it, it doesn't limit anything. You could actually have an abortion all the way up through the whole nine months based on the wording here. Based on, based on the 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 doctor or entity right. that you're going to and their judgment on it. Right. You know, and if they're very pro abortion, um, they can throw that term out there and you feel like, Oh, this is probably the best right. option. You, you know? know, I, I, years ago I heard that ACMC and hospitals in general do not do abortions. No. They won't do it because yeah, they're not supposed to. They're there protecting life. Protecting so it's really what? all protecting all these life. right protecting life. <laughs> they're so they don't do it. They unless the mother's health was at risk, mm -hmm. then they would. But the in this case, like they they don't do that kind of stuff. So you almost have to go to these clinics or outside of hospital type of things to have these things done because hospitals already not going to do it. That ought to tell you something that right there. That ought to tell I mean, you honestly. right there. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, fetal viability means the point in the pregnancy when, in the professional judgment of the pregnant patient's treating physician, the fetus has a significant likelihood of survival outside the uterus of the reasonable measures. This is determined in a case by case. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you have the abortionist who's already super pro-abortion, they're going to... What do you think they're going to say? Yeah, they're, they're gonna not going. They're 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 not going to find a reason for you not to have an abortion, no. right? This is best for you. Right. This is best for your situation. Let's just go ahead and do it. It's it's the best thing for this situation. And and you, you, I, my heart breaks for these women that innocently get coerced and right. and, and talked into right. this. I mean, honestly, it just breaks my heart for them because they're. They're just, uh, unfortunately, making a decision based on bad, bad, bad advice. Right. You know. Now, one, yeah. one thing for me, too, is, again, you have no right to take life, and I'm, I'm going to stand on there. But I really believe that part of the problem, no matter what happens with this amendment, is getting to the heart of the people. Mm -hmm. And helping people just to understand, because I'm not 
down on people. I don't pick on people. I'm not out pointing my finger at people. But I do want us to be reasonable when it comes to these issues, to be fair about it and recognize that is a life in the womb. Yeah. We should not be taking a life. And I've said it over and over and over again. I think it's an extremely common sense. I, th- I think it's a common sense position. I think mm-hmm. it's a moral position. I think it's a scientific position that that's a life. Yep. And, and as a life, it should not be taken. This kind of document here kind of allows, I mean, allows a whole lot more than just abortion because it says it's not limited to decisions on these things. So then you, and it's not even said male or female. There's no, it doesn't say anything about minors, doesn't have any rights for parents, doesn't bring any at all culpability upon these mm-hmm. institutions that are encouraging this, no matter what the outcome is. And so I would say, yeah, this is, this is going to be a really bad amendment. It is. So just to clarify with this amendment, I think it's Bill, you would like to do this too, is just to clarify, a yes vote will make it so that this passes, the amendment passes, and there will be right to what they call reproductive freedom with protections of health and safety. So that takes away any ban currently or ever until it's changed, amended again. It takes away any opportunity for the government to restrict uh, the allowability of an abortion. Okay. Right. If that's clear. The, we're the voting no. no. Vote. I, I think, right. I think we're voting. Christians are voting no because we don't think you have the right to take life. It's that simple. I, I don't care what the language is. You can argue all day long about what about medical issues? What about rape? Those are the type of things that are brought up all the time in these, right? What mm-hmm. about rape? Mm-hmm. What about, okay. Hard cases make bad laws. We're not looking at the hardest cases you can find because most times abortion have nothing to do with somebody being raped and it doesn't have anything to do with an and a crisis medically speaking. So when when you look at all the excuses, I'm just going to come down and stand on the same simple principle. It says in the Bible, don't take life. Mm -hmm. And I'm responsible if I do. I'm responsible in God's eyes for taking life. Therefore, this is a much more serious issue. This is not just removing some generic fetus or ball of cells. We're talking about a human life that has a right to live. And one of the things that I've always appreciated about my parents is I was alive. I was just glad they got together. I was glad they had me when I did because I have so valued life. And I was a kid. I didn't grow up in the best situation. I didn't grow up with a ton of money around me. We were pretty poor. We had the green bomb and the black bomb and, you know, cars with primer and rust and everything else. And we heated our house with wood and, you know, we hardly had two nickels rubbed together. But I'm going to tell you what. I was certainly glad for a chance. I was certainly glad to be able to fish and uh, times where it cost 50 cents to turn us loose at um, Shadyside Lake and get out there with my brothers and fish. I was happy to swim. I was happy to play with my BB gun. I was happy just to be alive. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to have that same chance. I want these children to have a chance to live. And this, that's why like I, I'm going to vote no. And I'm going to encourage all believers and, and non-believers too, all of us, to understand kids have a right to live. So we're going to vote no on this amendment. Yep. No is, is how I'm going to be voting as well. Uh, I want you to know that you can go to see the language.com, a great uh, website, 
seethelanguage.com gives you an explanation, uh, just like what we're working from right now. It has all the language right there, helpful explanations. It's got videos that you can watch on it, why it's important, the pro-abortion coalition, and and how that's all working with the right to life and all of that. So we, what we need to be is informed. Right. Not only for our own sake, but when we're talking to our neighbor, to our friends yeah, I agree. about this thing, we need to be spreading... Uh, the, the reality of what this amendment's doing and saying no to issue one, I think is a right. super important thing for us to do. I, I guess I'll conclude with, with this illustration when right now there's a lot of unrest in the world and mm-hmm. you have Hamas went into Israel, killed over a thousand of them, including babies. Mm-hmm. And the world is pitching fits. I mean, anyone with a reasonable rational brain is pitching fit that they cut the heads off babies and brutalize them. And it's absolutely horrific. And my question is, what is the difference between doing that to a baby that's been born and one that's still in the womb? It's just as brutal. And you, and I don't say that to make people feel badly about it. I say it so that we are confronted with the reality of what in the world it is we're actually doing. There was a day when slavery was acceptable. It was never acceptable ever. It was never right. No matter how many people preached for it, because there were pastors back in those days that would have justified it too. No matter how many people said it was right, we came to the conclusion after years saying, hey, this isn't right. Absolutely not. And and for the African-American community, how we treated them and civil rights, Mm -hmm. right? You come to the conclusion, hey, this isn't right. You know, Mm -hmm. how these people are being treated and we change that. What I'm saying is, Every bit of that applies to these children in the womb. This is not right. It's not right what we're doing. No, no unfortunately, it's not right. Unfortunately, we got blood on our hands. Right. And God's going to judge that. No doubt. We have one of the loosest, we are one of the loosest countries in the world when it comes to this. And I mean one of the loosest. So as I think there's only two countries worse than us, and it's China and North Korea are the only nations yeah. that are actually worse than us when it comes to this topic. And that's where I think. <laughs> for the love of God, yes, please consider mm-hmm. this topic and the importance of it. I know sometimes we kind of fall asleep at the wheel on it. We don't think about it. We're not being asked to think about it, perhaps, but I'm asking you now. You got to yeah. think about that. And again, my answer, my vote is going to be no, and I hope your vote's mm-hmm. going to be no, too. You guys have an awesome and a blessed week. Mm-hmm.